there. So we're excited that uh, um, each of you have joined us this morning. Uh, this is the new wine, new wine skins on Clubhouse, um, where we seek to build relational bridges through Jesus by engaging relevant subjects. For the past couple of weeks, we've been talking about um, community economic development, which was um, a follow-up for from one of the forums that New Wine, New Wine Skids did uh, with Multnomah, uh, with the author, Dr. David Cresta, who's a professor at uh, Portland University, and um, he was able to share with us um, about his book, which again, like I said, was a follow-up. And what came out of it was the need, uh, the desperate need for community. And so that's what we're going to talk about today, uh, New Wine, New Wine Skins, and how it fits and shapes us, and then how then we can take what New Wine is doing, what we're doing with New Wine, how we're participating with New Wine, not only on social media, but then hopefully ways in which we can engage the local communities in which the Lord has placed us in. So we're excited to do that this morning, uh, 8.30 to 9.30. And this is something too for each of you to, I mean, each of us have been on here on the Tuesdays, but just to know that the Tuesday 8.30 to 9.30 time, if you just carve that out, um, for the next, you know, until at least for the next month up until the Christmas time, this is what we're going to do is we're going to continue to press into this. And so you can share and as we're having times to share this morning, uh, someone like Jim, who this is his first time, uh, he's a new wine leader. And so he'll get a chance to share too, but how it's, it's really not that difficult. And once you get to start using uh, clubhouse it actually is there's a freedom there um, of how simple and how easy and yet how engaging really on the phone can be where we're talking and we're having discussions and dialogue and dialogue is what new wine's about going through the word our spoken word and so we're excited that you're here and i'd like to yield the mic to cliff chappelle who is going to then open us up in prayer thank you so much Praise God. Good morning, everyone. Um, it's great to be here. And as we pray, Heavenly Father, we just come before you. We thank you that you are our God, God of all mercy and grace. And we're excited about this opportunity that you have afforded us with new wine, new wineskins, and uh, helping us, showing us, and guiding and directing us into new ways of establishing community. And we just praise you for today. We thank you for life. We thank you for the breath that we breathe. And as we go into the remainder of this time for the next hour, we pray that you will guide our thoughts and our conversation and that everything that is said will bring glory to your holy name. And we just thank you for the guidance of your Holy Spirit. And we just release it now into your hands, into your care for this next few moments. And this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, good morning, everybody. Cookie here. I'm sharing the mic this morning with my husband, Robert. And it's good to see you, Jim. I haven't seen you since one of the New Wine um, uh, forums in 2019, I think it was, where I got to meet you. And Ashley, it's good to see you again, and Lisa as well. Um, as I said, my name is Cookie Avlakiotis Wall. I'll share a little bit about um, who I am in a few minutes. But first, I just want us to um, talk about our Clubhouse guidelines for engagement. 
So in a little while, we're going to open the conversation up and we would like for everybody to be able to actively engage in it. So um, I don't see anybody in the audience. Oh, there's Trudy out there. Um, so if you'd like to engage in the conversation, you just can raise your hand at the bottom of your screen to be recognized. And before you do, we typically ask that you make sure that your bio contains enough information for us to know that you're not a troll or a bot. Now that doesn't apply to anybody in this room at the moment, but it is important to say that. When you're brought up to the stage, um, we ask that we all be respectful and courteous and our golden rule is as Jesus rule, love one another. Keep your mic on mute and wait to be called on by the moderator refrain from interrupting. Um, and while we don't have anybody outside the U.S. on our call right now, we like to remind people, especially those outside of the U.S., that Clubhouse is not a secure platform, so be mindful of that in what you share. And one last thing, you can follow New Wine, New Wineskins on Clubhouse by clicking the little green house at the top of your screen. And it's also an encouragement for all of us to follow the moderators and the speakers. To find out more about New Wine, New Wineskins, please check out our About page. And with that, I'm going to yield the mic to Robert. Thank you, Cookie. Uh, it's always good to go over the guidelines and kind of build a, a foundation that's uh, it's great. Good job. Um, first, uh, just a, a little bit about me. Um, my name is uh, Bob, call me Robert, sometimes Wall. Um, I come to, uh, to, to New Wine Clubhouse with um, about 35 years of local government uh, experience. Uh, most importantly, I'm a follower of Jesus. Um, in my time with the local government, I was focused on the fire service and I was privileged to lead uh, as fire chief in two cities, in Palo Alto, California for 13 years and in the city of Portland, Oregon for seven. Uh, <clears throat> So um, that's who I am. Um, I, I do enjoy mentoring and, um, and I need mentoring as well. And we'll talk about um, mentoring, I'm sure, in our stories. Um, <clears throat> after, uh, in the past uh, couple of weeks, as Matt mentioned, um, we had a conversation on uh, community economic development and um, I ponder, it was really great conversation. I mean, it just amazing conversation. As I pondered what, um, what we said, um, I thought it would be important to just kind of list the kind of things that we talked about in, in a very simple way. We talked about globalization. Uh, we talked about technology and the influences uh, on change. Um, we talked about uh, the community being, in fact, replaced by technology in some cases. And yet today there's a growing thirst for community. We talked about the fact that community is better together. And, that, and that's a whole another subject that 
is very powerful. Community is better together. And there is a growing need for advocacy. We find that uh, and shared that churches are struggling just to survive and pastors are often feeling overwhelmed. Wow. Just to go over that list um, is, is amazing. So it got me thinking about what is New Wine, New Wineskins as a community. Well, part of it is welcoming all of you into this room today and every, every week on Tuesday and become part of the New Wine, New Wineskin community. And today we thought it would be a highlight for some of us to share a little bit about our own new wine story and how God has shaped us through that experience. Um, I think if we could limit our new wine story, let's call it a short story, uh, to two or three minutes, that will help us uh, manage our time. And um, kind of a good place to start would be to when when we became part of New Wine, kind of the year, etc. Um, <clears throat> so, um, Matt, I always love just picking on somebody. Matt, tell us your story regarding New Wine. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Bob, and thank you, Cookie, and as well as Cliff. Thank you for the the prayer. Um, my story with New Wine is, and you'll probably hear some of this um, retold or maybe aspects of it because um, I'm fortunate to uh, share the room this morning with my uh, daughter as well as uh, my mom's joined. Um, we've been a part of New Wine. I've been a part of New Wine since the early 2000s when I started my master's program through Multnomah. And then from there, uh, which with Kayla and my son and my wife, we were able to then move over to Scotland for uh, four years or so where I completed a doctorate in theology and literature as well as taught for uh, within the uh, university at St. Andrews uh, for a year in ethics and philosophy and divinity. And so uh, coming back to the States, we were able to take on a church and pastor a church but continue my work with New Wine because Paul Metzger, the director of New Wine, I was my supervisor with my master's work and my master's work as well as my PhD work looks into the engagement of culture from a theological standpoint and this is where New Wine plays a key role in the work that I'm doing as well as in the work that we hope to continue uh, even through Clubhouse is this engagement of culture so as to create to build a community that seeks out Jesus so as to then live out the way the truth and the life of Jesus Christ and this has been exciting for me and my family because New Wine is uh, the truth of theology, which means that it's practical, it's hands-on, and it's engaging, just like Jesus did. Um, and so this is where I'm excited about Clubhouse because it allows for us to then step directly into what we're doing with culture and then engage one another through dialogue. Dialogue is key for New Wine. If you know the Greek background of dialogue, dia and logos it's through our word through the spoken word and so that's what excites me about clubhouse i came to clubhouse because of 
Gloria Young, who uh, is on the board of New Wine, and she made us aware of this, and that's where I'm excited to continue on this clubhouse journey. And with that, I'd kind of like to uh, yield to Gloria and see uh, and allow her to then talk about why Clubhouse and, and how it's come about and her experience with Clubhouse as well. Thanks, Matt. Um, I came to Clubhouse uh, early this year in March and was um, I recognized immediately that it had the potential to just reach um, the masses and be able to communicate and have community, um, not only in my backyard, or in my front yard or in my porch, but um, throughout the global porches and spaces. And so um, I was excited about it. I got involved in several rooms and and really fell in love with Ashley's rooms and some of the more technical rooms, technology rooms, and uh, really thought about um, Clubhouse um, with relationship to New Wine. And so when I think about my story, I think about the fact that Cookie and Bob and I have known each other for most of our lives, <laughs> at least at least um, half of our lives, and um, that we have walked together uh, down so many paths, um, some really tough ones, um, and came out the other side. And um, when Bob uh, went to Portland and Cookie, um, and started getting involved um, with new wine, I was asked um, to come up, and I'm not sure whether the year was 2009 or 2010, but um, or earlier, but I was asked to come up because there had been um, uh, a killing or um, a loss in the community um, of a minority that had set the community into a place of pain and um, new wine listens to those cries. They listen to the human sound. Um, they show up in a way that um, just provides the space for um, for pain to be released, for conversations to take place, um, relevant subjects to be brought to the table. Um, and so at this point, um, Cookie and Bob invited me up to they were having a prayer summit, and I was invited to um, participate in that prayer summit, and that's where I first met Cliff. And um, it was such a powerful event because we recognized so early on um, in terms of being able to report and um, support Paul and, and the mission that he wanted to to um, have uh, just um, to affect the community in a Portland community in a positive way, what could we do um, to support him? And it was all modeled around prayer. Uh, we began with prayer. Um, we prayed throughout. Um, I just felt like at that point, Cliff was my brother and my relationship with Cookie and Bob became even stronger. And I think about that because it, it, it speaks to where we are today. Um, I was shortly after asked to be on the advisory council and served in that capacity for many years. And then afterwards, last year, they became a nonprofit 501c3, and I was asked to be on the board. But going back to that summit, what I, I thought was so um, amazing is that um, we were still in prayer. Um, we were still in listening to God's word. And what came out of that was Ephesians 2, 14 to 17. Um, we clearly saw God's writing on the wall that 
um, it was breaking down the walls and it, it takes me to what we've been studying in Daniel when the hand wrote on the wall. And the things that came out of that was to pay attention to the silence and the denial and the ignorance. And how do we crush that? And we crush it through community. We crush it through being willing to let God change us and allow us to listen to God. It, we create it through having community. And that's what I think New Wine um, really represents to me. And, you know, I'm just so grateful to be a child of God and to be a part of a movement that I think has the capacity to make a difference in this world. I yield. Great, thank you, Gloria and and, and Matt. Um, beautiful sharing. Um, Cliff, um, what's your story of new wine, and how has it changed you? Yeah, I I um, started at Multnomah in two thousand six in the master program in the seminary, and it was at that time. That first year, uh, I began to was really struggling because there were some serious uh, challenges going on, and basically they had to do with um, me being an African American. Um, at that time, it it just seems like that I was not welcome on campus. Um, and then I was introduced to Paul. And when I sat down, the first time I sat down with him, in fact, a friend said, you need to meet this guy. You need to talk with him. And when I first sat down with Paul, it was so refreshing that Paul as a white man understood a lot of the struggles and the challenges that um, I, I was dealing with. And it was great to be able to have conversation that was healing um and then uh there were some things that i felt like i was needing to know or go deeper in and paul really introduced me to um trinitarian theology and that just really resonated with me it was like it opened up my world and uh it was shortly after that that Paul asked me to serve on the advisory council, uh, which I served for um, a number of years, um, I think until about 2012, um, when I was asked to um, go on the board as a trustee for Multnomah University. And um, But the thing that really resonated with me is how Paul was able to, uh, and through New Wine, um, deal with subjects that a lot of people shied away from. And I was really impressed with that about New Wine, that uh, New Wine was not um, backing away from the difficult and challenging subjects. And I thought, this is something that I can really get with. And New Wine has been such a blessing to me. And now uh, through Clubhouse, I'm excited about Clubhouse. Two, two months ago, I basically knew nothing about Clubhouse. But when Gloria introduced us to Clubhouse, I've had a chance to do some exploring 
Um, and I really see that there's some tremendous potential for Clubhouse to get the word out um, and deal with, again, continue to address issues that uh, people are dealing with, they're struggling with, they're trying to find answers. And I think um, through Clubhouse, New Wine can reach a larger audience and be able to bring healing to such a wider community. And so I, I'm just really excited, number one, to be a part of New Wine, number two, to be uh, in this space in Clubhouse, and just to see how the Lord is going to lead New Wine into the future. And I yield. Thank you, Cliff. Um, wow. Um, part, parts of your story I didn't know. And uh, this is... That's beautiful, and I, and I, I like the fact that um, that you you struggled with even being included or being welcome, and Paul through New Wine was a healing um, gift through conversation and engagement. That's really what it's all about, and um, I'm excited about you're you're excited about the clubhouse. And it does have tremendous potential. Cookie, what's your story on new wine and how did it change you? I love it how you start with, what's your story anyway? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'm not going to repeat myself, uh, repeat what's been said on some of the um, profound ways in which all of us have experienced new wine. I will say that we're going to, we hear the, named Paul a lot. And for those that don't know, Paul Metzger, Dr. Paul Metzger is the one that founded New Wine, New Wine Skins. And I consider Paul to be a friend. I consider him to be a master at the engagement of culture. I have learned so much from Paul. My story with New Wine begins uh, two little occasions. Uh, in 2007, I attended um, a fundraiser for New Wine at which Dr. Dr. Richard Twiss was the keynote speaker. Uh, Richard Twiss is uh, or was a member of the Rosebud um, people, Lakota, Sichangu, and Richard was one that I had wanted to meet for a long time. He ended up being one of my mentors. Um, I was able to go to the Rosebud Reservation with him and a team of people from Sioux Falls Seminary to be immersed into the Lakota culture for a week. Following that, we were invited to what was called a strategic meeting with, with um, Dr. John Perkins. And at that meeting, um, there was a conversation that was occurring and the Holy Spirit had my heart beating to, to speak into what was being talked about. And through that, I ended up being invited to participate in New Wine. So that encouraged me to uh, delve a little bit further into Paul Metzger and New Wine. And I have to say that at the time I was a little bit nervous about it because there were those people that would say to me, oh, don't get involved with theologians. It could be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And at the time, little did I know that God was calling me directly to Paul Metzger and to New Wine, New Wineskins. And one of my first meetings with Paul, we were talking about some um, uh, some things that were I, I was struggling with at that time. And one of the things that that it was was the book The Shack. I wasn't struggling with the book The Shack. I loved the book The Shack. What I was struggling with was that there were bookstores in the Portland area that were banning the book. And so I have um, a lot of passion um, and speak my mind in, um, in so many different areas. And one of the things that Paul said to me as I was kind of going through this with him in this conversation was um, whatever theology you espouse needs to be fully undergirded, fully and thoroughly undergirded in scripture. And then whatever theology espouse, you better live it lest you're only a hypocrite. And it made me begin to think more deeply about the theologies that I may be espousing. Um, it made me think, <clears throat> as I became more involved with New Wine, the thinking of the Trinitarian theology, the reality that I am united to the Father in the Son, Jesus, by the Holy Spirit, and that I am united to the body of Christ. I am united to his followers. Um, it made me begin to look at the relationship of, of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit in a different way. I began to see the, the circle of fellowship and community that has existed within the Trinity from before the beginning in perfect honor and love and mutuality, the fact that I am invited into that circle of fellowship, we are invited into that circle of fellowship, and it is out of that circle of fellowship with Jesus that I move into the world. And so um, one of the things about new wine, new wineskins is it, it talks about having one finger in the, in the daily news and one finger in the scriptures. And so it has helped me as I engage culture to engage in a way that I believe is way more Jesus-centered and focused. It is, uh, it, it is a life of um, uh, new wine being poured into new wineskins and all that that means in my me, uh, a, an ongoing walk of spiritual transformation and how God brings me and uses me in the world. So I think that's enough for me. I yield the mic back to you, Robert. Thank you, Cookie. Um, I, I love that. Um, I love that circle of fellowship uh, that you feel like new wine brought to you. Um, and then the practical part of one finger on the news and one finger on the scripture. Wow. That is, um, you can't go wrong with that. Um, Kayla, um, what's your new wine story? Yeah. Um, as my dad shared, um, I've had the privilege of 
kind of being a part of New Wine uh, since I was a kid uh, when we were in um, Portland, Oregon and at Multnomah for his master's. So I was in uh, kindergarten through second grade when we were there. And so I got to witness um, and help serve, you know, with the homeless and um, go to the temples um, and join alongside for different conferences and just kind of tag along and um, be a part of New Wine in, in that way as a, as a little kid. And uh, since then, I've had the privilege of of uh, kind of growing up with New Wine and um, getting to do some book reviews for the journals and um, participate on panels um, for our YouTube and our Facebook Live. And I've gotten to do some of the graphics as well for New Wine, um, our logo. And uh, my brother and I have helped with the YouTube videos he edits and I've done the graphics. And so it's been really cool to be a part of the different facets of New Wine, um, different platforms and in different ways. And to meet all these different um, leaders for Christ in, uh, among the years. And so um, I've, I've been able to grow up myself and see how New Wine has grown over the years and, you know, engagement of culture in Trinitarian theology is something that I've gotten to grow up with um, being that's, you know, those things have been a part of our household and uh, New Wine has been a part of our household for a while as well. So it's been really cool uh, to to see the different paths and, and Clubhouse is a new entity that is a part of New Wine in a new way that we are able to engage with one another um, in centered, you know, dialogue centered around Jesus and culture and how we can engage as the body of Christ um, in different ways. So it's been really cool to have some of these conversations so far, and I'm excited to see where it will go. And I yield my. Um, this is Cookie, and this is a good moment to uh, reset the room <clears throat> to let everybody know, <clears throat> excuse me, my voice is leaving, um, that this is New Wine, New Wineskins on Clubhouse. And this morning we are talking about New Wine, New Wineskins, uh, really what it is and who we are and our place in this community. So with that, I'm going to yield the mic back to Robert. Thank you, Cookie. Um, and uh, Kayla, thank you for um, sharing a, a kind of a crisp and um, neat view of new wine <laughs> as a kid. And you grew up and you saw new wine grow up. Um, and that is powerful. And that is all about community. That just is the fabric of community it grows. Um, and so to be part of that is really powerful. And Cookie um, shared her story, but she she didn't say that as the advisory council, she was the chair for um, uh, 140 years. <laughs> oh, well, maybe 140 months. I, I don't know, a long time. Uh, the point is that New Wine embraces us where we are 
and um, gives us an opportunity to serve in the new wine community in the area that the, we're, we're gifted. And, um, and, and she, she just is a great chair um, and did, did a great job for new wine. Um, I'd like to hear Jim uh, Segarra's um, story of new wine. Jim, would you share a couple of minutes with, uh, with us? What's your story? My story. Well, I'll kind of just introduce myself. Jim Sakara, a native Hawaiian. My grandfather is also, my, actually my great-grandfather is from China, and I live in Vancouver, Washington, which is, um, the host people are the Chinook people. So the Chinook people have been here in this, or were here in this area for over 10,000 years. So wanted to recognize the land and the native people here. Um, let's see, where do I begin? Actually, I begin with, I never heard of new wine, new wineskins. David Greenwich who's a friend of mine, we both serve in the same denomination. David asked me if I would be interested in serving on the advisory council. I thought, well, that'd be kind of cool because I thought it was a wine tasting group. Um, he explained to me it wasn't a wine tasting group. So, um, but what he did explain to me was just some great voices. Um, he spoke highly of Paul. Um, an interview was set, or a, a, well, it was an interview. Um, Paul, David and I had breakfast at IHOP in Vancouver and asked some questions. and. Um, Paul was real interested for, at least for me to come on because of my experience with um, issues of racial righteousness and the denomination, but also um, being an indigenous person. So um, met with Paul, Paul set up an interview that, with the advisory council. They had their gathering, I think in the spring, uh, did a telephone interview and was just, um, it was just really good. I mean, just a lot of great questions, but just very open, friendly. Um, so the, the phone interview was really, really good. And then finally, when I got to, to meet with the rest of the council, I just um, thoroughly enjoyed it. I kind of described myself as the um, the kid in the car seat because I had no, you know, I, I didn't go to Multnomah. I apologize, but I didn't go to Multnomah, didn't, didn't know Paul. So, you know, during these meetings, everybody would talk about their experience with Multnomah and everything, you know, their experience with Paul. And, you know, I'm kind of like the child in the car seat, just listening to everybody's wonderful stories. Um, but the thing that I do appreciate about or that I started to appreciate about um, the advisory council was just the giftedness of people on the council and also um, their respect of each other's giftedness. And so there's, you know, um, kind of, how should I describe it? I don't want to say expertise, but yeah, maybe they're local expertise, life experiences. And so people were just re very respectful of that, um, really appreciated just the learning people um, were open to. And I was just, um, you know, one of the things of, as far as being on a board, it's not about what can I bring to the table, but it's what's the table offering. I love potlucks. As you, um, if you would see me in real life, I love potlucks. And so um, really what people bring to the table is what I enjoy listening to and, and taking in. And so that was, you know, so I, so I think that's that was really, really important for me. Um, it took me a couple of years to kind of figure out what advisory council and what, what everything was. But as we went along, that helped. Um, I think one of the really good experiences I had was we had the um, fall retreat and Trudy came up and we started talking. And um, just prior to the retreat that summer, our house caught on fire and burned. And so we were displaced for about 18 months out of our house. But Trudy, she says, hey, I understand your house caught on fire. And then she kind of explained her experience and it just connected. And she just really, really ministered um, well and just speaking well and just encouraging me in that way. Um, and also, you know, I mean, how many people can say that you can serve on an advisory board with a nationally renowned clown? And so that was the other piece. 
But as I've gotten to know or has gotten more involved with um, with new wine, new wineskins, I think the thing that I appreciate about are the conversations. Um, I think um, what was discussed is about community and the church and, and all these discussions. And we talk about this during the, the, um, the table talks is that I think conversations, um, the important part of conversations are people that don't necessarily agree with what you agree with, but that are willing to stay at the table. And I, and I discovered that new wine and new wineskins is a place where people can have discussions and people are willing to stay at the table um, in the midst of all the, all the tough, difficult things. Um, I've served on, I can't remember how long I've been on the advisory board, but um, ever since they started the, the board board for, the, um, for New Wine and New Wineskins, which um, Cliff and, and Gloria and, and Matt are a part of, I'm really excited. I mean, it, this, for, for at least in my life, it's an, it's an exciting time. The board is doing an awesome job as far as just kind of taking care of the business, the finances, um, you know, publicity, setting up things like this. And it allows the advisory council really just to kind of dream, use our imagination and, and to lean into what's next. And so exciting times for the board. I, I appreciate the, um, the way that, that new wine is, you know, going out and um, navigating new ways of communicating. And so um, I figured, hey, I used to have a tree house. So I thought, oh, maybe this clubhouse would be as fun as my tree house. But so this is my first time, I think, um, during our board meeting. <laughs> I think Gloria says, has anybody on the advisory council been on this thing? And I know Trudy has. And thought, I thought, you know, maybe maybe I should show up. And so that's why I'm here. I'm here just to um, uh, kind of as a suggestion from the, uh, from the board. But um, look forward to more conversations. So that is my story. So I yield the microphone to whoever else is next. I just, um, Bob, can I share some couple of things with Jim? Yes, you can. <laughs> okay, there's a couple of things, Jim. First of all, um, I invited you up, even though your your bio says nothing. And so at first I thought you were a bot or a troll. Just kidding. Um, and secondly, I just wanted to share, um, you and I have um, quite a bit in common. I knew nothing about new wineskins, had no association with Multnomah until I got involved. And um, when I was asked to be on the advisory council, you know, I live in San Francisco. So um, what they said was, we invite you to be on, we want you to be on, we want you to participate. Um, you're going to have to pay your way up here four times a, a year to come up for the quarterly meetings. And um, I said, huh, okay, so I'm being invited and I got to pay. It has been well worth it um, in terms of what I have gotten out of it and um, what it has done in my life. And there's no amount of money that can, um, can really affect you the way uh, my life has been affected by so many. Um, Dr. Perkins that I got a chance to um, engage with and, you know, the conferences that they um, advisory councils put on are just um, incredible. And so I'm, I'm really um, grateful now to be on the board and, and a part of the administrative piece. So I yield the mic. Thank you, Gloria. And um, I want to uh, share just a, a thread that I've, I've, I've heard here about uh, new wine. And, and my story, really going to be short, uh, but my story is part of that thread. And the thread is um, what you bring to the table, 
or what are your giftings or what are your interests? Uh, New Wine embraces um, people and engages people in a way that you can't, almost can't um, help but to share what you what you can, what you can share from your heart. And, um, and that was, that was my case. I, I came, I thought, okay, I was invited to be on the advisory council. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why. And, uh, but, but I'll, I'll say yes, because I liked Paul. And, uh, and what I found out was that, um, my background in leadership um, and, um, and and mentoring uh, people in that uh, background of uh, leadership uh, is something that somehow the spirit or people in around in the in New Wine said, um, you have a gift and we need that gift. And so uh, I was allowed to mentor and come alongside of Paul for a number of years, which was ended up being a delight of my life. So, so not only were they friendly and invited me in, but invited the whole of me. And I think that's what builds community in New Wine. Uh, you are valued and you're appreciated and they're not afraid to put you to work in a good way. So, um, all right, uh, we've got, uh, let's have, let's have one more share. And then I want to uh, transition into uh, another topic to, uh, today. Uh, so Elizabeth, would you like to share a little bit? Um, sure. Um, it, it'll be pretty short. Uh, I've been aware of New Wine uh, because of my son and granddaughter being involved, and that's Matt and Kayla. And Matt asked me if I would be interested in um, uh, being on joining the clubhouse every week, you know, and I committed to that. I'm retired and I have time. So, I, and it, it helps me to understand better what my son. Uh, is so passionate about. And I did have the pleasure when he was um, getting his master's of coming up to Multnomah and seeing the environment and meeting Paul and um, understood his uh, love for both Paul and for what he was doing, you know, as far as his ministry and uh, master's. For me, with New Wine, what it has done is um, opened up many conversations that Matt and I have had about how can we expand what New Wine is doing in the community and how can we be used. We live in uh, California in the Folsom, it's in the Sacramento area. And it, it's just refreshing to be able to talk with your child and your grand grandchild about Jesus and how you can expand his love in the community. So. My involvement has been through my son mostly and now through my granddaughter. And it, it's very exciting to me to listen and hear people's story and to see the light of Christ and to 
talk with people who want that to grow within their own hearts so that it radiates out to others. And so I, I, I am delighted to be a part and I learn each week more and more and I watch the uncorked on Fridays and, and Jim, you always look very nice. Um, so that's, 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 I'm gonna have to start to dress it up if ever I'm on there. <laughs> so um, I, I thank you for allowing me the privilege of being here and growing with new wine as it expands. And we're hoping that it can have a presence in many, many places and throughout the world. So I yield the mic. Thank you very much. Um, that is a special view and a, uh, to be to working with your son and opened up conversations to expand new wine. That is that's beautiful. Uh, Lisa, a couple of thoughts on um, what you might share with us, what you heard, and uh, what resonates with you. Hello, thank you so much, uh, Bob, for having me, uh, calling me up and inviting me to, to share, and Gloria as well. Um, wow, yeah, there's, brief um, <laughs> synopsis, mm. there was a lot that I heard, and I'm so thankful that you took the opportunity to, each one of you, to share a little bit about your story, about yourselves, and about New Wine. Um, honestly, I had, I and I still, I a much better um understanding of what what it is but it's just like the tip of iceberg i think because <laughs> i had no idea it was a um it was a organization it was you know the wonderful work that looks sounds like you all are doing and i'm so thankful for the link up above because um i clicked on it right as i entered in so um i am definitely and i saved it so i'm definitely going to go back and and peruse the peruse your website, peruse, peruse your site. Because um, honestly, um, I found myself here uh, by invitation of Gloria and she's mentioning that um, she's in, you know, in another room and um, and there's a topic about new wine skin, new wine, new wine skins. And um, I'm a, you know, I'm a biblical girl, so I love scripture and I'm like, ooh, I know the biblical reference to that. And I like that. <laughs> So I thought it was, you know, a topic to to speak about, to you know, to share with. So that's why, um, yeah, one of the reasons why I'm in here is uh, from, you know, a soft invite from Gloria, and I'm so thankful because it is not what I thought it was, but I'm so thankful that it's so much more, and it's to I'm totally in line with um, what everyone has shared so far, and really looking forward to delving a little bit more into. Um, just the what is the you know the the meat and potatoes if you will of of this. Um, I think uh, you know I like what I like what um, I like what I'm hearing a, a lot. I like what I'm hearing what what the group stands for, um, what your motivation is. Um, so yeah, just uh, you know for me, um, uh. Uh, you know, I I, I love oppor any opportunity to help raise others up um, in Christ. Uh, I'm a student of God, an observer of humanity, <laughs> a people watcher. Um, yeah, I love to have my pulse on the culture, but not you know be of not in to be in the world, but not of the world. Um, an influencer, you know, by the grace of God, um, you know, however God uses me, um, and I love that, you know. That you that you know, I'm hearing that everyone 
um, can learn from one another. And I ascribe to that too, that, you know, we all have something learned from one another and we love, you know, I love to hear people's stories and um, just all people because you can, again, I learned so much from, you know, I'm not the be all end all. And I, there's so much wisdom out there and so much good um, and so much collaboration that can happen. It's just like you said, I'm just so thankful to hear everyone share. So, um, yeah, that was just a little bit about me um, as well. Um, have a little bit of uh, Indian in me, American Indian and Blackfoot. So to hear about the Lakota culture and about the native Hawaiian culture, um, that's great. So anyways, um, thank you so much for allowing me to speak. Um, and Jim, welcome to Clubhouse and mahalo. I'm Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Um, you know, I, I like the fact that um, you can see that there's much more, uh, kind of like Jim said, he thought it was wine tasting, um, but it's but it's much more and it's, and it's connected, connected to a Christian university. It's a um, an organization, a community that reaches out wherever we are. There is much more to us. I'd like to shift gears, um, Matt, and go back to you and um, and and the relevant topics that we bring to the table on Tuesdays. And um, you're working on uh, looking ahead as the topics. Um, why don't you um, kind of take that and uh, share what what you're thinking and even um, uh, how we might help you and put things together for future groups. Go ahead. Before we do that, I want to welcome Jennifer and Liliana to the room and say welcome. And I hope you're enjoying the conversation. So we'll look forward to hearing from you in days to come. And Matt, I yield it to you. Well, thank you, Bobby, uh, Bob and Cookie. Bob, I was going to say Bobby and Cook. <laughs> uh, I, I, am, I appreciate I'm Bobby it. too. That's okay. That's that's right. You guys are our power couple, so we appreciate that. Uh, every group, every clubhouse room has to have a power couple. So we've got uh, uh, Bob and Cook, Bobby and Cookie. So I appreciate uh, just the dialogue that's been going on. And so in the uh, for the upcoming rooms, just so everyone um, is aware, the the idea for the hope for new wine is to engage topics and not to skirt around, which means that there's going to be times where it's uncomfortable um, in bringing up topics um, such as uh, how does economics uh, liberate and how does economics uh, um, oppress. And so we want to step into that uh, idea as we move, especially coming into the um, holiday season. Uh, talking about that, is it the holiday season or is it the Christmas season? What does the church, the Christian church, um, how does it best engage this time of between Halloween and really Epiphany, you know, the beginning second week of January? How does the church engage this time that is loving, but it's also true to its nature? Uh, Christmas for the church as centered should be centered around the person of Jesus Christ. And why is it significant that Jesus came to meet us why is it significant you know uh well we'd like to get into the topic of uh 
if anyone's read uh, Harper Lee's classic To Kill a Mockingbird, in there, the father, Atticus, uh, says to his daughter, one of the ways to in, um, actually uh, understand a person is to literally uh, walk in their skin, to step into their skin. And this is literally, tangibly, physically, what this Christian God did is walked in human skin. So what does that look like for us today in the 21st century as we approach the Christmas season, as we approach holidays? So the, that will be one of the topics. We want to engage this with a real um, sense of helping us out on a day-to-day -day basis. So uh, a lot of times when we talk Christian um, topics, they're just kind of there's out there, the resurrection, uh, end times, and those are great theological concepts and, and absolutely need to be discussed, and we will get into those, but how do they practically relate to us today? So how do the end times, the end times directly relate to the incarnation? And so why does Christmas mean so much to us today? Um, and we engaged a little bit. This is what uh, Jim and I have been doing with Kayla uh, Friday mornings at 10 a.m. on uh, YouTube with uh, New Wine and Corked, where we've been talking about, so what does a Christian do with Halloween, for instance? Uh, there's a, a group of Christians that instead of doing Halloween, they celebrate Jesus wing. And there's a group of Christians that will take these uh, cultural things and then try to make them Christian. And so is that appropriate? Or how does the Christian simply live out their faith? And so these are the topics that for the next couple of weeks we want to continue to address because the point of New Wine on Clubhouse is to live out our faith in a real way and not this uh, ethereal, not this spiritual where people can't then relate to what New Wine is doing. It wants to be, we want to be practical and the way to do that is to have real dialogue that again, is respectful it's loving jesus was always loving there's not one person who jesus talks to in the new testament who walks away thinking that this guy is an a-hole in fact when he confronts them even the pharisees and the leaders they know that he's full of truth and so this is what we want to do is engage it the woman at the well is a primary example as to how um, we want to seek to to enter into these topics uh, um, where we're confronting the issue, but it's done in such a loving embrace that if it's engaging myself, like for instance, in something that I might be, uh, uh, that it's stretching me, um, it will be still an embrace. Uh, again, going from Luke 5, in the beginning, Jesus says, follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. And then in the end is when he says, he first invites us into relationship with him. And then he tells us, that in that relationship we will be stretched. And the end of Luke 5 talks about the stretching of the, the wineskins, and this is the point. So these topics that we want to get into with the Christmas season, is it even a dialogue to talk about Christmas season versus holiday season? Is that a big deal? We'll, we'll, we'll have Christians who will allow that language, and maybe we should allow that language to be something that stirs us up. So uh, going back to your question, Bob, is this, uh, uh, in this next month, moving into Christmas, how does uh, the church, how does the Christian engage this from a, a faith-filled, loving um, uh, engagement? And so uh, that's the, the idea of, uh, through the end of the year. And my hope is, and our hope is in this room, is that each one of you would come and say, but this is what I've been thinking about when it comes to engagement of culture from a 
economic standpoint and a Christmas standpoint, a holiday standpoint, because all of this is going to be interrelated because as we enter into holidays and we start talking about Christmas and the one of the things that strikes people is money. And regardless of, of where you're at on the, the financial spectrum, the fact is, is money is going to come into play when it comes into holidays, when we start talking about gifts. And so with this uh, discussion, we'll also come in the discussion, the topic of consumerism. How do we get uh, consumed so as to then consume one another and really then live out the truth of this dog eat dog world, you know, and how does the Christian stand within that, but press against it, you know, and so uh, that's the kind of topics that we're looking for for the next, uh, you know, weeks ahead, uh, real topics that really press into where we're at in the 21st century, but also being mindful that in the first century, God entered into our midst. And that's still, according to the Christian scriptures, that's still the reality today. So what does that look like as the 21st century Christian? Uh, I yield the mic back to you, Bob, for any clarification we need to before we close the room. If Thank you, Matt. Um, uh, I think that's very timely. Uh, holiday season, what about it? Uh, and approach it from um, why is that significant? And um, I, I love the, I love your comment about it ought to, it can be, and it will allow for stretching in our conversation to stretch us, what we think and, um, and to merge uh, what we've already talked about, uh, economics, uh, consumerism, uh, faith, um, so I'm, I'm excited about that. So so we're going to start, sounds like, uh, for clarification, Matt, um, we can start next Tuesday on the holiday season. And, um, of course, we'll have a title for that. But uh, why is it significant? And, um, uh, and we'll move forward. You also mentioned uh, some a topic about the end times. And I think that was very, very in incarnation. And I think that was um, something that is is ripe for discussion and engagement. Um, there's a lot of fear going on um, in our hearts and minds and in the world about, you know, are we going to make it through these times of stress and strain and difficulty? And I think... Um, well, the Lord has something to say um, about that. So one finger on scripture and one finger on the question. And I think it will be powerful and uh, helpful for us all. So that's what I heard. Two of those um, general subjects, correct? Matt? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. Um, any any um, other um uh, this is Gloria. I'd just like to say, yeah. Matt, thank you. I think that those are going to really open up um, our discussions and take us deep. And it's uh, it's no um, accident that next Tuesday, I think, is what, the week of Thanksgiving. And so, you know, as we start this holiday season, we started with Thanksgiving. And what does that mean? And, um, and you know, as you said, from a scripture um, perspective. I think that that offers us a lot. And I'd also like to just um, 
share that um, Ashley living a detox life has a session um, in the morning at 6.30 a.m. And we are going through Daniel and we'll be going through Revelation. And it really is looking at um, how are we um, preparing for the end time. So there's no accident that we're having this kind of conversation at this time and um, being able to just um, take conversations deeper and um, be able to just, you know, bless each other with, with our opportunities to learn and gain knowledge from each other. Okay, Matt, can you close us out? All right, well, thank you. And uh, for those of you who um, might've missed anything because of uh, the beautiful um, resource of replays we will be able to um replay this uh, room so just so you know that if there's going to be an issue with that of your any aspect that you've contributed of not wanting it to be recorded you can um uh make sure that you let us know um but uh, you can go back and because of the replay like we said uh we will use this um for our for new wine it will be posted. New Wine has uh, Anchor.fm, which is our podcast, which is just uh, the loading of our New Wine Uncorked and any the clubhouse rooms, so that you can go back and listen to this at a uh, um, a time in the future. So that will be made possible. If you want to know the happenings of New Wine, as we've spoken before, um, go and subscribe on our or like on our Facebook page, uh, or go to new-wineskins.org. And there's a place on there that says, I'm interested in finding out more. And you can give us your email. And then that way you can be drawn into what New Wine's doing beyond just Clubhouse. And so, again, as we spoke um, and as Gloria um, talked about, next week, Tuesday, 830 to 930, uh, Thanksgiving. Giving thanks for what? Uh, in this season of thanks, is there something to be thankful for? Just like what's so good about the good news in a culture where there's seemingly not that amount of goodness. Um, what does a Christian have to be thankful for? Um, and is it the message that we're thankful for? Is it the person of Christ? So uh, Gloria kind of, um, she teased us with that. And so that's what we're going to be doing next week with this uh, truth. And so be, be paying attention to that. The, the, we'll tweet about it and we'll, the, um, the room will be uh, created and so you'll get a notification of that and so with that i'd like to just uh, thank you for for joining us for this hour from 8 30 9 30 be mindful of people this next week because the lord's going to put people in your midst who will need to come to the room next week and so uh, be open to the to the movement of the spirit this week uh and this day uh, as he presents you what you really what each one of us has to be thankful for there's so much and so over this next week this is our prayer father that you would illuminate in our lives the many many aspects the truth of thankfulness of why we have so much to be thankful for and i ask right now lord that uh, for each one of us that is present in this room as well as those who thought about it and might not have, have joined those who did join for the brief moment that you would specifically and tangibly uh, show up and make yourself uh, known in our lives for this next week so that uh, we will be pressed into joining Clubhouse next week and have actually thought about, if not followed through, on inviting someone to the Clubhouse uh, discussion next week. Thank you for your presence in our lives. 
It's with uh, just absolute just uh, um, appreciation and goodness that we turn this and we give all these thoughts to you, Jesus, those spoken and unspoken, and excited about how you're going to uh, make yourself known to each one of us throughout this week and excited for when we come back next Tuesday for the dialogue and the ways in which we get to share how you did uh, show up this week and presented so many ways in which we are to be thankful for. And so thank you, Lord, for being present this morning in our room and thank you for the amazing dialogue. We look forward to uh, meeting next week and it's in your name we pray. Amen. So Amen. With that, we'll uh, end the room. And like I said, be uh, paying attention to social media, New Wine, so you can see uh, the uploading of this uh, for, as a podcast as well as all the other um, aspects of New Wine. So thank you again t- uh, for joining us this morning and for all the input. We look forward to um, next Tuesday. Amen. 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 So <laughs> go go and be joy-filled this week. Amen. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thanks.